0: This is a
1: Lip Media podcast. We're talking again. Our
2: bodies warming from rage to boy, from girl to boy, from man to wife, and back again. Hi, I'm Paul Mitzi.
1: I'm Lucy Thomas.
2: I'm Brendan Levi.
1: Oh, don't be so sad. <laughs> you should be psyched on being Brendan Levi.
2: <laughs> and we are the Swapcast Podcast. Every week we watch an entry in the body swap movie genre and break it down for you. Except today, because it's time for another tenuous swap episode. Woo! Yay! So on our main show, each of us always recommend a piece of media that is tenuously linked with the film we review on that episode. So now we have forced one of our co-hosts to watch one of our recommendations. So today we will be looking at the 1987 German arthouse classic Wings of Desire, the 2019 Academy Award nominated stop motion animation Missing Link, and the 2019 Andrew Garfield, Modern Noir, Under the Silver Lake. As always, we love to hear from our listeners, so slide into our DMs on Insta, send us an email at the swapcastpodcast at gmail.com, or chuck us a review on iTunes so we can get to 100 reviews and do an episode on Face, Face Off Already. On. So, first up the rank is me. I was given the film Wings of Desire by Lucy, who recommended the film on our Prelude to a Kiss episode. The film follows two angels who are observing the goings-on of Earth, but when he starts following a trapeze artist, one of the angels decides that he wants to become human. Lucy, why did you recommend this film to me?
1: Um, Because it's very rare that one of my recommendations you haven't seen. So, it was like one of three films I could have (laughs) recommended. So there's no other reason. Um, Well, I think it's an amazing film and that everyone should see it. And what do you
2: think I will think of this film?
1: I really don't know. I I just, I don't know.
0: You got a very calculated look on your face when you ask these questions. Yeah. It reminds me of like a game show where we should have like tense music. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Did I enjoy
2: Wings of Desire? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let me tell you the answer to this. (laughs) I feel like there's a narrative on this podcast that's painting me in a really awful light where, like, I only love Disney movies and I hate art house movies, even though I actually do, and that it's all like a and big bruise. To keep with
1: this theme, you didn't enjoy Wings of Desire, did you? <laughs> I just yeah.
2: didn't vibe with yeah. this film. Yeah. And, like, I could see the art and I could see what people th- see in it. And I know that like how influential it is Mm -hmm. and it is a beautifully made Mm -hmm. movie, but (laughs) I really struggled with this film. Like I struggled with the first half of this film. Mm Mm-hmm. I think the second half, when it starts actually having a plot, I was enjoying it a lot more. And it intentionally does not have a plot in the first half. It's a very intentional choice that it's these angels and they're just floating through our existence and they're just observing everyone. And it just goes through like a whole bunch of people and they're just watching them live sort their of daily like life. Fly on the wall, yeah, yeah, and they can hear their thoughts, but the thought of people aren't like coherent thoughts it's kind of like it's more like poetry mm. it's more like bursts of feelings of what these people are thinking so it's that for most of the film and then uh, at one point the the angel starts following around this trapeze artist and the more he follows her around he decides that he wants to become human and be with her and then at that point the film has a kind of drive to to it that the first half doesn't and then the tone of the f- whole film changes it changes from black and white to color which i thought the black and white photography and the the color photographer equally as beautiful in different ways yeah. and this why this is making me feel like a piece of shit because i know <laughs> i can see the art and i can see the artistry and i can see why people love it's just this not movie enough love, though.
0: you can you can see the devastation of Lucy's <laughs> <Yeah>. face <laughs> but it's just
2: like poetry i really struggle going and seeing people read poetry and i struggle reading poetry and it just i just don't vibe with it i i don't I want to see of, people
1: read poems I, I, I don't need that in my life i, I love poetry though like i enjoy yeah. poems
2: i i crave narrative in my art i think for that reason i didn't vibe with the first half of this film mm. but it definitely does a lot of interesting stuff you know you've got like Peter Falk, who played Columbo, playing himself, and mm. then it reveals that he was he is actually a fallen angel himself, mm. and like I didn't see that coming at all, and like there, there's so. Much... And you have
1: to think as well that like, this film is as old as I am, like yeah. so it would would have been quite like
2: yeah, and it was filmed before the the Berlin Wall yeah. went down in Berlin. And from what I, I didn't look into this, but it seems to be shot on both sides of the wall as Mm -hmm. well. So I don't know Mm -hmm. if they actually did that or not, but like the film looks amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And it does like really interesting stuff where like there's like a shot where he's he's in at the back of a car and then it intercuts between the present day footage and then footage that was shot out of a car during World War Two in Berlin in the same places that he was at so it kind of like melds the two times together mm. like there's so much interesting
0: stuff
1: I, I, in you, here I, you haven't seen it have you Brendan
0: no and I like so this this movie I, I, I don't know anything about it like so it's it's all about just exploring these these people's lives at a point in time and then
1: to begin with so these yeah. two angels but then an angel falls in love with a human and mm. like wants to become human and then yeah. it got re Made like with Meg Ryan and Nicholas Cage. That's why
0: it sounds so familiar. (laughs) But the
2: American remake, like, made it Hollywood. Yeah, Yeah, it made it. It made it a narrative from beginning to Mm. end.
0: So yeah, what what is it? I guess for you that makes this film something that's like.
1: It's just one of those films that when I watched it, it it was like finding out that a film could be like that. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's...
0: So, when when did you watch it? How old were you? Oh, like,
1: 19, maybe?
0: Yeah. And you know, it's like,
1: like, it's like a real art house film. like, yeah, And, yeah. you know, like, you talked about it's in black and white at the start, and, like, it's quite experimental, I guess, and... Like,
0: how... Ex- are we talking, like, Holy Mountain, or are we talking, I don't like, know what that is. Oh, okay. Um i don't like, know i don't know a lot of av- it's <laughs> just very
2: it's just very slow and yeah contemplative yeah. just is quite content to feel like poetry it's like you're watching poetry
0: Ah, so like because you were talking about poetry i was like is there like a beatnik in it that really no, 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 out <laughs> and-
2: yeah no because because he he's like l- hearing the thoughts of everyone he comes across mm. and
1: but what the thoughts it, that the they're thoughts, having are not like
0: yeah
2: the thoughts sound like poetry
0: yeah yeah okay
1: i really wish you'd seen it
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah sorry i should yeah
2: so it's that one of those things like...
1: where you could appreciate it for what it was but it would, not for you
2: yeah and i feel like that makes me a bad film fan yeah i mean this is what <laughs> we've been saying for some
1: time <laughs> no um it i i did think that that's potentially what your opinion would be yeah, yeah.
2: I guess that's, that's that. <laughs> did I did I think it was better than, the, than Prelude to a Kiss? Uh-oh. <laughs> it was definitely a better made movie. I mean, there was no like laugh out loud moments like I had in Prelude to a Kiss. <laughs> there was no Alec Baldwin making out with an old man in this one.
0: All right, would you rather see another film like Prelude to a Kiss come out or... Something like this.
2: I'd rather they made more films like this than Prelude to a mm. Kiss. Yeah,
0: I yeah.
1: Guess it's think- like comparing apples and dog shit. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: and I, I like, it's not like Prelude to a Kiss was like that film was boring as fuck as well.
0: Yeah, mm. we were like really struggling with that. Yeah. One. yeah.
2: So yes, I would say this is better than Prelude to a Kiss. Mm.
0: Like, uh, do you guys watch it? Like, is it called like avant-garde cinema? Like. Do you know what I mean? I I don't watch a lot of things which don't... That experiment in, like...
1: When I was that age, I was so open to those sort of things. And I really loved soaking them up. Maybe Mm -hmm. not so much anymore, I feel like. I don't know, I've seen things and like, you feel like I as need you to get be older, placated.
0: Like, I've got this much time, mm, yeah. I, w- I want it to be something good. Like, and yeah. not, even, of- not
2: even not even good. Something it's- that's just will entertain. Because I don't think anyone will watch this film as a piece of entertainment.
1: I feel like it, I need to be taken care of more now. than like I don't push <laughs> myself to see films that will make me like... Not that this made me uncomfortable, but do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Like, you know, um I guess like for me going to like an art gallery isn't entertainment, but there's something about it that's you know, yeah. it's, it's like forcing yourself to to expand your mind and stretch yourself and Going stuff to like an that. art
1: gallery is definitely entertainment for me. Okay. I, I really yeah.
0: do enjoy that a lot.
1: And and I feel like when I was when I saw this film and when I was this age, it was like finding out about another whole format really. Mm. And uh yeah, I used to just love like soaking them up yeah
0: well yeah i guess like for me going to an art gallery i don't i don't go like trying
1: to dig yourself out of this hole here
0: no i just mean like as in i don't go there and like sit there and just like go, oh that was a good picture or like i i <laughs> actually have to exercise some like I've, I've got to think about it i've got to actually dwell yeah, on something using to... it, like
1: a part of your brain that maybe you don't always
0: yeah which yeah. can be exhausting if i don't do that i'll actually really have a the boringest time at an art gallery, if you know <laughs> what I mean. And so I feel like with that sort of film, that like from what you guys are saying, mm-hmm. like if I don't, if I don't, you actually would have spend the to definitely
1: it, be in the right mood for sure. Yeah,
0: yeah, I need to have had my my coffee. Yeah, like, not too late the night, you know. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: But it's definitely a film I could see. Like you could imagine going into an art gallery and just seeing it on the wall.
1: Yeah. It's yeah. very beautiful to look at. Is Nick Cave in it? It's a long time yeah. since I've seen it, yeah. Yeah, he's in it. There's so like there's some concept
2: like, footage in it as well, yeah. There's
1: some uh, indie cred there. They had a big <laughs> Berlin time, I think, the Bad Seeds.
2: Next up is Brendan, who was given the film Missing Link by me, who recommended the film on our little episode. In Missing Link, A pair of adventurers accompany a living remnant of the human race's primitive ancestry to find others like him in the hidden city of Shangri-La. I recommended this film to Brendan because I know that he's a fan of stop-motion animation. He's a fan of, like, inventive animation in general. But this was another part of my quest to reawaken... Brennan's inner child a chi- child that has died. <laughs> so was I
0: successful? Mm, that's a tough one. Like it feels weird to start at this like at this point of like, did I like it or not? Because it's <laughs> such a it's such a broader conversation than that. Yeah. But if we have to know I don't know if I did.
2: You didn't like it.
0: <laughs> like um so yeah, that's that's what I mean. It's like, you know, bury the lead. We should leave this as the end. But <laughs> but okay
1: he's gonna do the tiptoe thing that paul does say everything that's good about it and then calm and then around then and come say around but so i didn't really like
0: it so what's it what's the name of the studio the Leica. De, Leica studios um
1: is that a, like a foreign
2: no they did they've done Coraline, um oh, Paranorman, so, so. kubo and the two strings they're all film.
1: um cgi though weren't they no
2: all stop motion
1: wow yeah
0: yeah one of the few left and they're like
2: yeah, and so, it's so good yeah. that it looks like CGI. They've got it down to yeah, that wow.
1: like level of. Which is I, thing. Feel like I haven't seen any of those films, but I feel like yeah, when I think about them in my mind, I thought they were CGI. Wow. Oh. Okay.
0: And I think you're not alone. I think a lot, like nobody's really watching these films, are they? Like, no. <laughs> oh
1: no. Yeah, this film
0: is
2: a giant flop. Yeah. So you got uh, Hugh Jackman. Zach
0: Galifianakis,
1: Zoe Zoldana. I, I really wish I had enough time to watch it this week. I would love to be weighing in properly. It sounds. I, I think I would have enjoyed it.
0: Mm. And I, and it's not that I didn't enjoy it. It's it's well, it, it just putting on that that cuss of uh, it, like it was to me okay. And mm-hmm. it com- it definitely comparing it to like the last one I watched, which was uh, is it Kubo in the Two Strings? Yeah. Which to me was like, oh, wow, like this is by far my favorite of the ones they've done. Yeah. Now, that's not to say like technically like watching this, there's so, like so many scenes. I was like, oh, wow, that's that's so striking and that's so beautiful. I'd love to actually have that on my wall or something yeah. like that. Yeah. They do a lot of um, these these shots which are like um, very flat two-dimensional like uh like uh setups how would you describe it do you know what i'm I'm talking about no just these very like (laughs) large expansive uh scenes and almost like like a cartoon like they're they're really like holding that dimension flat and uh doing like really creative things and stuff and yeah it just just looking at the the eyes and the the movements of the mouth like you were saying like Mm These people are like top tier of, of this. Yeah. Of this, you know. When and you the watch- main
2: character in this is like a yeti, so his whole body's covered in fur. Yeah. So they're like moving the fur by hand in every frame. Yeah. Like.
1: So it's all so deliberate and yeah, yeah, amazing.
0: So yeah, on, on a technical level, I, like I was having a great time watching it. Like visually, it was mm-hmm. visually a br- but the story was what you had the... Yeah, that that to me was a bit a bit ho-hum like it was a like very basic story Mm -hmm. and there wasn't a lot of real surprises as far as stories go and so yeah i I think maybe my old old my older (laughs) grumpy man self self wasn't able to like you know vomit that child up (laughs) of like excitement and joy
2: (laughs) like i agree with you that there's nothing really that amazing about the story and i mean we've had other films even in the last year, with the exact same story, there was that terrible um, Chinese DreamWorks co-production, Abominable, which pretty much had the exact same storyline. Mm-hmm. But I felt like where this film succeeded was in the humour and the characters. Like I really liked the Whereas characters, I, and I thought it, I found it quite funny.
0: I, I enjoyed the characters, but I didn't. I didn't get swept up in the adventure, and so for me, it was a bit. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and in saying this my opinion this film's up for an Oscar <laughs> yeah so you know so that's
1: just like your opinion ma'am. yeah yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah it won. It just won the Golden Globe but the Golden Globe is like a sham but I mean the, <laughs> Ooh, uh, you heard it here first <laughs> ladies and made. gentlemen <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see it win the Academy Award this weekend mm. but,
1: what's it up against what do you think um, it could happen or
2: uh, it's a possibility the Toy Story 4 mm-hmm there's um, Klaus, which is the Netflix one that's actually mm-hmm. got a, quite a bit of traction. Mm-hmm. Um, I Lost My Body, which is the adult um, Netflix one, which is actually really good as well. Um, and this one, like it, it, could go, any- yeah, it could yeah. go anywhere yeah. this year. So, yeah. And I would not be upset with this one by yeah. far. And uh, like, for me, this wasn't just like one of my favorite animated films. This was one of my favorite films of last year. So, Wow.
1: Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well <Some> divisiveness <laughs> happening tonight.
2: Look. We his inner child has died. Like mm. I would I will continue to try to revive it because that's like I'm a good sure. friend.
0: Sure, sure. But
2: um you know, it's kinda like you know, if someone's died in front of you doing CPR and you just you're trying your hardest, but if they're dead, they're dead. <laughs> <laughs> So, would you say this film was better than Little or did you prefer Little to this?
0: Mm, I think I had a better time with Little. Oh, really? Okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> I tried. Yeah, yeah. So did I.
0: <laughs> I feel like there was a lot of uh, childlike joy in, in Little, you know? <laughs>
2: All right, well, let's see if we can do a trifecta of everyone disappointing each other in this episode. Because <laughs> now we have Lucy, mm-hmm. who was given the film Under the Silver Lake by mm-hmm. Brendan, mm-hmm. who recommended the film on our Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle episode, where he used visual cues to tenuously link the it. The posters look the same? <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> um, but not really. <laughs>
2: So in this film, Sam, a disenchanted young man, befriends a mysterious woman. The next morning, she disappears. Sam sets off across LA to find her, and along the way, he uncovers a conspiracy far more bizarre. Why did you recommend this film to Lucy?
0: Well, Lucy, big fan of like nostalgia nineties, mm. like, and so I felt like the soundtrack, the uh, the way it's shot is also like, is this full on like noir, yeah, like hitting that like Hollywood like old Hollywood mm. uh, vibe which I know you like and so I don't know I just I thought you would have a lot of enjoyment and also I feel like the the themes and stuff depending on I guess if you enjoyed it or not mm-hmm. you would re- you would really get caught up in it or you would just hate it when
1: I you know. say the themes what what are you referring to
0: so I guess from my point of view Sam is like this toxic male yeah. and um, we're sort of presented with him as like our Protagonist, but he's and and it's sort of like you sort of follow along this story that we've heard a thousand times, Mm -hmm. and the way it ends is sort of are we we're spoiling things? Yeah,
2: yeah. I think we should put a spoiler warning for this film. Yeah, Um, because it's relatively new. Before we do, like, like I'm gonna say I recommend. Everyone, watch this film. I know Brendan would say the same. Yeah. Lucy, are you going to say the same?
1: Yes, I love this. Okay, yeah. so, yes, so I'm breaking trends.
2: So, before spoilers, we all love this. Mm. So, go watch it and then come back to this convo. Yeah.
1: Uh, I'm um, breaking so spoilers, the spoilers, trend spoilers. of this downer episode. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. I don't. I'd never heard of this film or seen it or anything. I was actually really surprised to hear that it only just came out last year. Yeah, like it, I thought it, maybe I slept on it. You know. So like- have
2: you heard why you've never heard of it? No. The director of this directed it follows. That was a big hit. Mm-hmm. Then he made this film. A twenty four, the distribution company bought the rights thinking they've got, you know, this big film from the It Follows guy. Yeah. Everyone's going to love it. It's got big stars in it. They premiered it at Cannes Film Festival and it got, like, critically slammed. Right. Everyone it was really divisive. So then they delayed it and keep kept delaying it and then eventually they just put it straight to video on demand with no marketing budget.
1: Wow, that's really a shame. Yeah. You're... Right. Like you it's hard to you know, the main character is like a total loser and a creep. Yeah, yeah. And he's kinda gross as well. Like he's Mm. just like you just wanna like brush his hair and shower him. Like he's just gross. He's pervy.
2: He he literally smells like a skunk for most of the film. (laughs) Exactly.
1: The genre of this film is so interesting and like you said, there's so many nods to things. Like, you got like 90s music references in there and, like, the Hollywood Forever Cemetery and film noir and just, like... Yeah, I, you know, like, it gave me vertigo vibes as well, like the film vertigo, like a lot of, like, driving around, yeah, Yeah. a lot of driving around with, like, this really eerie music being like, what actually is happening here? And, Mm. you know, like, secret codes, kind of crime, yeah, I really enjoyed it, even though I kind of don't really know what happened at the end, (laughs) but I almost didn't care, and I felt the the film was really long, which could bother some people that i felt like it just put more time in you just feel like you're unraveling Mm. like it's so hard to know what's happening um and it just keeps going further and deeper and like more you know like this this mystery that needs to be solved um so i think the longer it went on the more opportunity it it had (laughs) yeah um so i really enjoyed that yeah yeah i'm really glad to have seen it
0: and uh i i think one of the things that i love most is that is actually a part of the ending which uh so he's you know um trying to find this girl and then he finds her yeah and her response it's like we had we had i hardly knew you yeah i had this moment (laughs) he built it up to be everything for some like Mm. and we watched that and i actually watched it again so i could talk about it Mm. and it's just watching this 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 guy have this you know sort of interaction it's just like it is quite mundane, like mm. they're sort of might be intertwining some feet a bit, but really like there's no like Slight like Leave Me Alone kind of thing. Oh, no, it's no it's not even that. It's like uh, they have this like they don't have like a deep connection or anything. It's mm. just this yeah this Mm. fleeting moment, like it's this idea that I'm going to save the day. I'm this like the man kind of thing, you know what I mean? Mm. And you see him like constantly like gazing on women and like like hooking up. And Mm. he's meanwhile trying to do this virtuous thing. Yeah. I don't know. I thought you would.
1: The anti-hero kind of thing. Yeah. 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 And like, there was a bit of, like animation in them. Like they talked about zine culture. Zines, and- yes. Yeah, so yeah. I was watching it again. Um, I was like, and, like oh. that owl's kiss thing was so, so fucking cool. scary. <laughs> yeah. And like when that woman came into the apartment with the While owl he's head. in there. Yeah. <laughs> so like, yeah, yeah. I really, yeah, I really like. Yeah,
0: it. these like little urban legend sort of like the mm. the dog killer part. Yeah. 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 Yes. So, so yeah, are
2: we all in agreement that Andrew Garfield was the dog killer?
0: I hadn't really thought about that. <laughs> so uh, online people are like really trying to figure it out and i'm just like like first for me i don't think he is i like but you know you could definitely make a case for it yeah like he's
2: he's he obviously has the dog treats in his pocket because he uses it to lure the dogs here there was a scene where he was out walking and then all of a sudden he's like alert and he sees the dead dog in front of him like he's definitely the dog killer.
1: Interesting. Well, yeah, there's and, a, there's and a lot he was of talking about how lead. he got
2: bitten as a child, and that, so yeah. he has the motive to not like the dogs.
0: See, whereas I, I feed that back into the idea that he, the 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 whole thing of toxic masculinity. Because he, like, there's often scenes where the women are barking, like, dogs at him. Yeah. Mm. And so, like, for him...
1: I don't know. Maybe I'm going with Paul on this one. I, maybe <laughs> I, he's made a really good case.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I think both things can be true could, as well. It could be, yeah, exactly. He
2: Maybe he's imagining the dogs as the women that he resents as he's killing them. Like, it could be
0: both. Well, yeah, that that's what I was going to say. Like, tying mm-hmm. that in with the fact that he was bitten and, like, his, like, sort mm. of... Fear of dogs, and you know, but also the idea that he sees dogs as like uh, someone. Someone in the movie watching it a second time, they talk about like the the getting a dog and like the the love you get from a from a dog. Like it's like unconditional, and it's like Mm. this motherly unconditional love that I feel like he's seeking from a woman. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. Anyway,
1: um, did they also do a funny thing? Is Andrew Garfield's Spider Man, yeah, yeah. Did they do a thing where he had a sticky hand and it was a Spider Man comic? Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I loved all those little those little things.
2: So one thing he does do in this film that you have said on the podcast is one of your pet hates uh-huh. is um, he does. The Winnie the Pooh look where he's yeah, got Yeah, I no- actually- One of
1: my things was- I can't believe you don't actually see his dick in this movie. Like, there's so many times where you should be seeing it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you see so many breasts. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> and, but, like, there's even a part where he's, like, naked in the water and he swims yeah. up past the and camera. And there's, like, some
0: CGI bubbles. Yeah. There Definitely,
2: that- there was a shot in there <laughs> that I noticed, like, you could see his flesh-coloured underwear that he was wearing.
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah.
2: Andrew Garfield. Um, But- did you so? Do you still maintain that you don't like the Winnie the Pooh look? Yeah, Did I hate Andrew it. Oh, that sex
1: scene was so horrible. Are you talking about where that girl comes over and they're having sex on the bed and they're watching TV, but like some fucking game show or something? Yeah. Like, or it,
2: no, he does it a few times, and there's there is a scene and where she's he's walking completely
1: naked, and, and then he's the, got a t shirt. Yeah, on. and he's doing it from behind. And it's a t shirt and socks. It's yeah. like, come on, <laughs> dude. Like, if she can get fully naked, so can you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what did you guys think of the uh, the scene when he finally meets the songwriter and he is like revealing the fact that he's written like every, every popular song? Yeah, and-
0: that he basically creates culture yeah. and it's all ab- about money and dollar and cents. Yeah. yeah, like
2: did I notice it right? Did he at one point play like a Mozart or a Beethoven piece of music? Like Probably. is he suggesting that he's like? It was a very far out being, character. Yeah. It yeah. felt
1: very like. Like, it, that could be a possibility.
2: So, do you think that would suggest that the rich men's plan of, like, ascending to a higher place is an actual possibility because, like, it's a supernatural universe that they're living in and the Our Woman exists? So, are they actually- Yeah, Our Woman is exists. Is their plan- The Hobo
0: King exists. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So is the plan to bury themselves with three beautiful women and then ascend actually a thing, or are these girls just gullible idiots who have been? I don't know. Into that stressed
1: thing? me out so much just thinking about like <laughs> they kind of get put into this underground bunker that's really beautiful, but then it gets covered with concrete or whatever. So like you yeah, cannot, you get, cannot out. get out. I yeah. was like, I can't breathe. Like just thinking about <laughs> it, I was like, oh my god! It really gave me like the heebie-jeebies
0: because I re- I really enjoyed this film. I I like sort of watched interviews and read things mm. from the the writer director so it was great watching the the Cairns Film Festival the the Q&A because there's so many questions people are throwing his way and he's just like you know what like what <laughs> do you think yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I like it doesn't matter I don't yeah. care like put in it what like make it what you will like yeah. like so I feel like that sort of character mm. was just like a, a, just a, a mouthpiece to to say some things, you know what I mean? Like his maybe his experience of the Hollywood, you know. Yeah, Ho-
2: Hollywood and LA is a gross, disgusting yeah. place. I think feel this film really captures mm. that spirit mm. of what LA is. But like. there's
1: also it captures like the magic and like the. But it shows you like it's you think it's this like shiny amazing place, but it's actually seedy as fuck. Yeah. But like you still have that James Dean statue that you can go and visit anytime you want. From yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, and it's it's very clever.
2: It's funny when I was in LA, like the track that the Hobo King takes him from the Griffith Observatory down to the bunker like mm-hmm. i hiked that trail myself and wow. it's really beautiful and yeah. like but then like this film just paints it in this whole other light and you're like, <laughs> yeah <laughs> it, i really enjoyed like if i if i had watched this before the end of the year it would have made my top 10 of the year yeah. alongside missing link so Damn. <laughs> no it's a good good recommendation brendan
0: well done Thank you. Now you know why I had to force it in. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. For
2: our next tenuous swap, what are we all going to recommend to each other? All right, so Lucy, you've got Brendan next episode. What are you making him watch?
1: Brendan's going to watch Drop Dead Gorgeous if he hasn't already
0: seen it. I don't think I is this uh like uh, the guys who did like a mighty wind and stuff? Yes.
1: Ah oh, yes. Yeah, well score. I don't is it no, those people, it's not, but it's it's, not. it's it's a mockumentary, okay.
0: Yeah, cool. Yeah. Pumped.
2: Kirsten Dunst, awesome. dance, so good.
1: The more smartest.
2: I'm jealous. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll just rewatch it anyway. <laughs> so Brendan, you've got me
0: i do and since you're trying so hard to reboot my inner child i thought it'd be a nice change of pace for me to try to crush yours so i'm giving you <laughs> crush <laughs> desperately seeking a friend for the end of the world
2: uh, okay yeah okay I'll, I'll i'd like to watch you're that you're gonna cry oh <laughs> um, <laughs> i cry every day anyway
1: <laughs> but you didn't cry in a beautiful day in the neighborhood so maybe you won't cry
0: yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. It's we'll already see. working.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. So, Lucy, I'm giving you something that I genuinely, I really hope you will like. Mm-hmm. I think you will
1: like. <laughs> okay.
2: I will actually be a bit crushed if you don't like mm-hmm.
1: this. Well, you're going to see how it feels, my <laughs> friend. <worth, Brent. laughs> <No, laughs> I'm joking.
2: <laughs> um, it's a TV show and the episodes go for 20 minutes each. So, okay. I... Propose that you watch six episodes, so that's two hours, movie yank. Sure. um, Which will comprise the first season's eight episodes. So Mm -hmm. if you like it, feel free to watch the whole season. (laughs) Um, uh, But the show is Gallivant which is the musical TV series that's kind of like a parody of fairy tales and fantasy.
1: Cool, cool, um, cool.
2: The, all the songs were written by the guy that did all the music for Alan Menken who did all the music for Little Mermaid and um, Aladdin. Very exciting. So, um, yeah, it's fun and irre- irreverent. Brendan hated it. I loved it. <laughs> um, so i hope I'll be you're the a- swing
1: vote then. Yeah, <laughs> I sure. hope you're on
2: team, Paul. <laughs>
1: <laughs> sure, exciting. Cool.
2: Cool. All right. So that's it for another tenuous swap episode. We don't completely hate each other. <laughs> Let us know what you think
1: of these movies if you've seen them. I'd yes. love to get more opinions.
0: And, uh, like, are you finding this is like almost like uh, what's it, like immersion therapy? Like, are you finding hearing criticism about everything that you love? No, this I cry building? on the way home.
1: <laughs> mm. Paul.
2: All right, so until our next episode, I
1: was Paul Mitzi. I was Lucy Thomas, I was
0: Brendan Levi. The viewers and I try to say differently. <laughs> <See ya. laughs> <See ya. laughs>